By and by we sing, oh, what, what joy when we get home. You know we're going to rest, we'll rest that cloudless dome. We're over in that land where saints never you know we're going to sing, we'll sing, we'll by and by we'll sing. Oh, what joy when we get home. You know we're going to rest, we'll rest that cloudless dawn. We're over in that land. Where saints never, you know we're gonna sing, we'll sing, we'll by and by we'll sing it. Oh, what joy when we get home, you know we're gonna rest, we'll rest that cloudless dawn. That land where saints never die, you know we're gonna sing, we'll sing by and by. Let the church say amen. Lord have mercy. I can't wait till we all can be back together again when we can we can sing that song. Lord have mercy. We ought to look forward to the day when we can be with the Lord in heaven and we can sing perpetually. If if you gather when the saints gather and when you in here and you don't sing, something wrong with you. Something wrong with you. It, it, it may be that you, 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 you just ain't been touched by the Lord or maybe you don't know you've been touched by him. Maybe you don't know you've been blessed by him. But I've never understood how folk can come together for worship and some not sing. God been too good to me for me not to sing. You know, I'm going to sing just because I'm thankful to get up on this day. And then when I, I think about his, his richness and his blessings and his mercy and his grace and his love, Lord, and his forgiveness, then I got even something else to sing about. You may not be on key, but you still ought to sing. Thank God he, he didn't say my singing voice had to be on key. 
My life has to be on key and in tune with his will. But my singing voice may be a bit off. But I thank God just to be able to spit out a tune every once in a while. And then you ought to sing his praises unto those that are not his. You ought to tell them about how good God has been to you and how he has carried you even through this pandemic. While while others may not have known who to lean on and where to be grounded in, our God has kept us. And, and we thankful. We thankful to the God of heaven. So it's my prayer that, that we can say something from God's word today to encourage you. Uh, in his word, go to, to, to Luke chapter 17, the brother read your hearing from the book of Matthew, from the book of Matthew. Uh, but we we left off on last week uh, in Luke 17. So let's continue to remember our brothers and sisters in our prayer. I know Brother Town still praying for his sister-in-law, continue to pray for Sister Monarchy uh, and that God would recover her. Pray for all of those that you may know that are struggling with health issues at this time. Uh, pray that if it be God's will, that he would recover them to a reasonable portion of health and strength. That's our prayer. Let me let me take this cough drop out my mouth. I don't want to spit that out. I might spit some lines, but I don't want to spit the cough drop uh, out. Mm, y'all already know. Look at Luke, 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 where we were last week. Luke 17, Luke 17. Uh, look at verse number five, because that's where we left off. And the apostle said unto the Lord. Increase our faith, increase our faith. If you remember on last week what we were talking about, we were beginning to talk about forgiveness. We were beginning to talk about forgiveness on last week uh, and the dynamics of forgiveness is what we started to discuss. But but this week I told you that I was going to ask you to meet me at your faith, to meet me at your faith, because you're going to find that it's going to be necessary when you're, you're dealing with some things it called life in particular. But let just a quick review. We, we define forgiveness from Webster's standpoint to stop feeling angry toward, to stop blaming uh, folk, to stop feeling angry about, to forgive someone, to stop requiring payment of. Would to God that they would just forgive some of these debts down here. You know, just go and forgive. Say, would to God they call and say, you don't have to pay on your mortgage anymore. It's been paid. Lord have mercy. It'd be, be all right for them to stop requiring payment. But we live in a different world down here. So when we looked at forgiveness from the Greek standpoint, it is to send away to remit to debt are completely canceled. Your debt is completely canceled. You're also to be free of the punishment that is due to your crime, that is due to your sin. Because sin is a crime, if you understand according to God's law. So we touched on that. We touched on those things on last week. Then we talked about some some brief forgiveness facts. We've really only dealt with one of them uh, in this in this list. But we, 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 we reminded you, and I like to remind folk when I talk about forgiveness, that you can forgive and forget. You are selective about your forgetting. That is the problem. You forget what you want to forget. You can forgive and you can forget, you know, that, yeah, hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I have been a repeat offender. We touched on that on last week. I have been a repeat offender. All of us have committed the same sin more than one time. Uh, forgiveness is not trust. They're two different things. They're two different things. It's important that we understand that healing needs forgiveness in order to heal in relationships, in order to heal wounds that have been uh, inflicted that you have suffered, you know, you, you're going to have to forgive. So the healing process can begin. Uh, and, and, and then uh, 
You cannot forgive yourself. We'll, we'll touch on that. Lord, stay the same next week. You cannot forgive yourself. That is not a biblical concept. That is a worldly concept. Forgiveness is to be extended or received, but one cannot do it for themselves. But we'll talk about what that really means. We'll talk about what that really means. But this this morning, this morning, we have to also remember that don't be surprised when folk hurt you. Man, you know, folk oftentimes say love shouldn't hurt, but that's not the reality. It's not the reality. It's not the reality. Remember that good relationships require good investments, good investing. And that's why the offense is hurt it is because of the investment you place in these people in these relationships that they place in you. So when someone does something to hurt you, that's why you're so deeply wounded, because you thought that they wouldn't or they shouldn't hurt me. Well, ask Jesus how that worked out for him. Ask him how that worked out for him. You should expect to return on investment. If you invest good things, you should expect good things to come out of your investment. And that's what relationships are all about. We talked about and touched on don't let pain be your king. And then your ability or your willingness to forgive is really driven by your understanding and and your willingness to accept what God's word says about forgiveness. So your ability is really based upon your willingness and your understanding of what the word of God says. But now, 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 this morning, now, this morning, I want you to understand something that the apostles asked the Lord to increase their faith. You see that after he talked about all of these things, they asked God to increase their faith. I understand something. Now, these were the men who who would walk with the master for three and a half years. These are men who would see Jesus raise folk from the dead. These are men who would see Jesus lay in the boat and get up and tell the water and the wind to sit down and hush. These are men who would see Jesus who would feed 5,000 on a couple of occasions. He would loose tongues that were tied. He would straighten up spines that were bit. This is that same Jesus who would give sight to the blind. And I'm telling you, not one time did they ask him, increase our faith. When they saw these things, it wasn't until Jesus began to talk to them about interpersonal relationships that they needed their faith increased. It wasn't until they they realized I got to deal with my fellow brother or my sister that they asked God, increase my faith. Master, I'll minister to folk. I'll tell them about the gospel. I'll heal folk. I'll do all of that. But when my brother offends me, increase my faith. Think on that for a minute. All that you saw. Peter, when he asked him, Brother Thomas, Lord, if it be you... Bid me to come to you on the water. He didn't ask God to increase his faith to walk on water. He got out and he walked. But when he took his eyes off, I'm telling you, they didn't ask for an increase of faith and all of these things that they would do and all of these things they would see. It wasn't until they got to have to deal with people and relationships. And they said, Lord, now if they ask God to increase their faith, oh, Lord, we in some trouble. We in some trouble down here then. If, 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 if he has to show them what they need in order to deal with people, we need the same thing. Good. Look at the text. Look at the text. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when you ask God, when you look at that picture and you see that tree and you see it 
firmly planted and you see I've got these two large trees and I, I probably should have taken pictures. I have these two massive trees behind my house and I'm sure they've been there for longer than I've been alive. And their roots go deep and their branches spread wide and they're firmly planted. And the I'm telling you, winds have come and winds have beat and they've stood steady. They have not been moved. Oh, branches may have fallen off and hit the house. But the trees ain't moved because they are rooted deep and wide. And that's the way our faith ought to be. That's really the way our faith ought to be. So when you ask God to increase your faith while you're down here dealing with these folk. Ooh, Lord, spread my faith deep and spread it wide. Can we talk about two or three occasions this morning where we need God to increase our faith? Can we can we can we talk about that? I forget. It's Super Bowl Sunday today. Y'all going to have all day to watch none of my teams in there. My team ain't never been in there for the last 20 plus years. I ain't got a, a, a dog in the in the race or in the fight or whatever they call it. You can't say fight no more because these folk in Atlanta, they don't want to forget and forgive Michael Vick. Since we own forgiveness, man and paid his debt to society. Stop throwing that stuff up in folk face. Lord, increase their faith. Look at the text. Let me before I get in trouble. Look at look at the text. Look at the text this morning before I get in trouble. Number one, I'm going to need my faith. Y'all stay with me this morning. I am going to need the Lord to increase my faith. I'm going to need and increase faith because I have to initiate the forgiveness process when I've been hurt by someone. Lord, increase my faith because you're 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 asking me. You're asking me to initiate the process whereby someone who has hurt me can be forgiven. This is why they said, Lord, increase our faith. Think on that for a minute. You hurt me and now I got to come to you and I got to initiate the process so I can forgive you. Why? Because God initiated the process. And John said, wasn't it? We love God first. No, God loved us first. How are you going to say you love God first, John? Four, you have not seen and yet hate your brother who you have seen. Forgiveness is a process. Forgiveness is love demonstrated now. Don't, 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 don't forget that. Forgiveness is part of love. Hello. 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 Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. So now, 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 now watch this now. Romans, we looked at this last week. We're going to go back and we're going to reiterate this. Romans 5. Because you got to strengthen some things in people. Romans chapter five and verse number eight and ten. Brother Dexter, hold for me. Matthew chapter eighteen. No. So so now, uh, br- br- brother Neil, Romans chapter five and verse eight. Now, what does the Bible over there say? But God. But God. You need to you 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 need to remember that in your living. But God. You're gonna keep seeing that throughout the scriptures. But God, not man. But God. Come on now. Some of your translations say God demonstrated his love toward us. Come on. And that while we were yet sinners. For you people who are waiting to get your stuff together before you come to God. Do you not know he did this before you got yourself together? And he know you ain't going to get yourself together without him. So he demonstrated his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Now you're going to make a sacrifice for me. Before and, and I'm not even worthy 
of you making the sacrifice for you see me in my wretchedness. You see me at my lowest and you are going to demonstrate your love and you're going to demonstrate your forgiveness or you're going to initiate the process of me being forgiven by letting someone come who willingly left their stead in heaven, came down here and died for me. You're going to do that for me. Ain't a man on this planet that's willing to do that for you. <laughs> oh, oh, let me not get ahead of myself. Let me I, I end the lesson in two, two more verses and I'll be done. Come on and read. Keep reading. Keep reading. Keep reading. Much more than. Uh-huh. Being now justified by his blood. Being justified by the blood, the sacrifice that Jesus made. Come on. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Now, remember, the context is talking to Christians. We shall be saved from the wrath. Understand something. Just because I have been forgiven of my sin does not mean I did not commit the sin. <laughs> Come on now. Just because I have been pardoned from my sin does not mean I didn't commit it. He is simply saying I am no longer under the wrath that is righteously given to me because of the sin. I am still guilty of the sin, but I've been forgiven. He's not going to hold me. He's not going to hold it against me. He's not going to punish me for it. He is going to cast it into the sea and remember it no more. I'm going to say mo and not more for you fancy fight for mo, no mo. Get that. So when he said no mo, mean no more. He ain't going to throw it back up in your face. Tell me somebody down here that won't know. Oh, Lord. Keep reading, man. Come on. All the way to verse 10. Come on. Uh-huh. Come on, come on. Uh-huh, yeah. Come on. Uh-huh. We were reconciled to God by the death. God initiated the process whereby I could be. Notice now what the book says. It says that I have been reconciled to God. Don't, don't miss that. Don't you miss that, that while I was in my sin, while I was dead in my sin wrong. You know how folks will say, boy, you know you did wrong. I was dead in my sin wrong. That's some bad wrong right there. Dead in your sin wrong. Christ died for me. God initiated the way, brother Joe, that I could be reconciled back to him. Christ died for me. Christ was the one who created the opportunity for me to have peace with God because I was an enemy in my own mind is what the book of Colossians once says. Enemy in my own mind toward God. And so now, now I was the book says I was reconciled unto him in Christ Jesus. Matthew 18, 15, brother Thomas. What does the Bible say? Uh huh. If your brother trespass against thee. Lord, I need you to increase my faith because what you just told me is, number one, God did for me what I couldn't do for myself while I was dead in my sin. While I wronged you, Christ initiated the thing for me. And so now you're telling me that I have to be a reflection of Christ. I have to be a reflection of you in Christ. And I need to go initiate the issue. I need to. And what, what did it read that again, Brother Thomas? Come on now. Don't worry about verse 16 for y'all out there. Because if you can't if you can't do what's in 15, you ain't going to never get what's 16 and beyond. 
You ain't mature enough to deal with 16, 17. So I don't even fool with the next verses. Because if we got to deal with the rest of them, we know you ain't going to do right. (laughs) Within the book, no, you're not going to do right. 15 is for mature Christians. Mature audiences only. Come on and read that now. Moreover. Uh Uh-huh. Go tell him. Talk, 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 talk to him about what he did to you. And that, that's a gender neutral term. Talk to the person about what they did to you. Stop. And, 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 and I, y'all heard me tell you this over and over again. If you call me on the phone and if you tell me about what so-and-so did to you, I'm going to ask you, have you gone and talked to so-and-so? Well, now all I want to talk to you click. We done lost connection. We're going to miraculously lose connection because I'm not going to hear that. I'm going to tell you, listen, the book says go talk to him. Yeah. Then just say come talk to the preacher. Don't go talk to one of the deacons. Don't go talk to one of the elders. The book said go talk to them. Well, you know, uh, no, 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 no. Well, preacher said, well, then I know what it said in the verses after that. But we're not trying to get to the verses after that. We're trying to get to the verse and stay in verse 15. But see, he wrote 16, 17, 18 because, you know, some folk ain't going to do right. That's why he had to put it in there. He know us. But he said, go and talk to him alone. Tell him his fault. Come on, read that, Brother Thomas. Talk to him. Tell him about his fault and what else will happen. And if he listen to you. Oh, wait a minute now. Notice now. There's some. There, since we're talking to God's people. There's some funny acting Christians. Who like to forgive and throw away. Some funny acting Christians who like to, who like to say they have forgiven and then they like to throw away. They don't want nothing to do with the person. You know good and well you you still dead in your sin wrong because God don't forgive and throw away. Over in Romans. And that's why we started there. It said reconcile brought back into right relationship. He said you have gained your brother. So the whole goal is to go talk to him. So you can gain them, not throw them away, not to just go give them a piece of your mind. Tell them how you feel, what's on your, not to keep it 100 with them or keep it real. I keeps it real. Well, you know, keeping it real can sometimes go wrong. Because if you're not, you're supposed to be going. The whole purpose of going to that person who hurt you is so you can gain and maintain the relationship. See, I, I'm, I'm of the belief I'm of the belief from what I've learned in the scripture is that when you love a person, you don't stop loving. Them. If you say you stop loving, you never love me God's way in the beginning. If you want to throw me away when, when I've hurt you, you know, and if I've come to you and I've, I've and you, you or you come to me and, and I say, I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't realize I hurt you like that. I, 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 I'm, can you forgive me? Well, preacher, what if they don't change their behavior? Remember that repeat offender stuff now. Remember, the Lord already answered that last week in Luke 17. If they if they sin seven times in a day, uh-huh. forgive them and come back and say, I'm sorry, I repent. Forgive them. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to it in a minute. We'll get to it in a minute now. But the reality is that I need God to increase my faith because God knows that some of his people are going to have a hard time with that part right there. Going to their brother. But you've got to go with the intent. Don't go there running your mouth yet. Go there with your heart intent 
on rebuilding or regaining the relationship or maintaining the relationship. If you're not going with the intent that you want the relationship regained or retained, sit yourself at the house and wait and let the Lord increase your faith until you're ready to go do right by God. But notice and notice well, if you're not going to do right by God and you're not going to let him increase your faith, hellfire waits. Because just as you forgive others, he's going to say, oh, the same measure against you and me. We're going to be like, well, you, you, you remember when, member, he, he, God know how to speak to our language. Remember when you didn't go talk to Brother Neil? And Brother Neil, Brother Neil's heart was, he had the right heart, you just had to go talk to him. But you were so prideful and you were so, you let your pain be your king. You, was a, you wouldn't go talk to him. Or when you went and talked to him, remember how you just wanted to give him a piece of your mind and you didn't care nothing about the relationship? I ain't letting you in here. Ooh, Lord, no. I ain't letting you in here. If I even hear something remotely out of God's mouth like that, I'm just crushed. I told y'all if he played back, somebody I haven't forgiven. And if he say, no, and that ain't the only one you didn't forgive either. Let me run. No, Lord, don't run all them back. I know. I want the relationship. I want the relationship. And you better ask God to increase your faith so that not only when, when it, we, I need him to increase my faith, brother Towns, so I have the right words to say to my brother, my sister, because I love them and I want the relationship and I want to go to them and I want to communicate to them how they hurt me. I don't want to come communicate to you in anger. I want to come communicate to you in honesty and the honesty about that. When people wound you, you are hurting. But unfortunately, we live in a world that has taught us to believe the lie that the only thing people understand is anger. And see, see, when, 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 man, when we have a good, when we have a relationship, remember, when we've invested in one another, we've invested good things in one another so much so that we ought to be comfortable being honest with each other because your honesty creates vulnerability. And that's what we are afraid of. And even as men. We are not taught to be vulnerable. We live in a world where unfortunately we're not taught to be honest emotionally and connected emotionally. And sometimes we are emotionally unavailable. And God is trying to deal with you. All that stuff he's trying to. He know you. He know they hurt you. He ain't acting like they didn't hurt you. He said, but I want you to go with the right heart. Go with the right heart and trusting that my brother is going to him. So, Lord, increase my faith. But 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 now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Brother Dex, if I go to them, I need the Lord to increase my faith because I want the right words to say to them. But I love them and I want I want the relationship. I want the relationship. Remember now. Remember, I want the relationship. If you go and if your brother hear you. So that means if I say it the right way and if my brother got the right heart and if my brother hears me, I have gained the relationship. I have kept the relationship. But there's a time when you need the Lord to increase your faith. See, there's another time you need God to increase your faith. I need God to increase my faith because I have to initiate the forgiveness process when I've hurt someone. When I've done the hurting and I know I've done the hurting. Matthew five, Matthew chapter five. When I've done the hurting, you, you, you know, boy, that pride is a, is a devilish thing. Man, you I'm telling you, man, and this is I, I man. You know, stop listening to these folk in this world and all these, these dinosaurs. Now, I don't care about no dinosaurs. 
They're not down here. I really don't care. I care absolutely nothing about them. Man, only, only, I told y'all before, the only thing that would have really mattered to me is, can we barbecue them? <laughs> so I, I have, uh, pun intended, I have no beef with dinosaurs. None. I'm having a hard enough problem down here with people. What makes you think I got time to be running from something bigger than me trying to eat me? And worried about whether or not we was down here at the same time. What I do know is this, that the Bible is 100% accurate regarding our relationships down here and the problems we going to have. So don't y'all, y'all out here, don't y'all be trying to splice no DNA from nothing you find to recreate no dinosaur. I don't want to see no, I don't want to look up and on the news and a T-Rex and got loose. I don't want to see that. Because I don't have a big enough gun to shoot that T-Rex. But if we get together, we're going to eat. A long time. Because we're going to... Let me quit meddling. God expects me to approach the person that I've hurt so that I can seek forgiveness. This is, this is why... Notice now. This is, why, this is why, 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 why I need God to increase my faith. Because y'all know when you hurt somebody. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you don't. But if you know y'all done had a falling out, you know you done said some words. I, 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 you, you, know, you know, you know. And, 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 and Brett Towns did a lesson on this a couple of years ago. That tongue. Control that mouth. We let anger do more talking for us than it should. When the reality is we ought to let genuine hurt talk. Because if you love me and if I speak to you from a position of hurt, your love ought to say, man, I'm sorry. Matthew 5, 22. Come on, watch, like, watch the book. Watch the book. God knows what he's talking about. Come on now. But I say unto you, uh-huh. that whosoever is angry with his brother, mm-hmm. without a cause, shall be in danger of the judgment. Oh, Lord. Come on. Whosoever shall say to his brother, mm-hmm. like thou fool, or empty head, or stupid, come on, shall be in danger of the counsel. Uh-huh. That mean, and notice now, he's essentially saying, don't be talking to people any old kind of way. Don't just don't just think you can talk to folk any old kind of way. You know, I I, I, I work with in the Lord's kingdom. I work with grown men. I can't talk to men any old kind of way. Men, you know, you, let me go country on you. Men just men. And if they man, if they's a man, you can't talk to them any old kind of way. No how, no way. Not a real man. You can't do that, nor should you. You ought to be able to talk to each other from a position of respect and honor. Yeah, come on and read. Come on and read. Uh huh. Uh huh. Come on, come on. Therefore, watch this now. If you bring your gift to the altar, and you remember your brother got an issue with you, God said, well, you Now remember, when you come and you finna bring your sacrifice, your worship to God, and you remember, wait a minute, Brother Neil. And I have something unresolved. He came to me and I ain't listen. And we still got something unresolved. What did he say to do with that gift, Brother Thomas? He said, set your gift down before the altar. He said, go your way. He, he He said, understand the order. First, be what? 
And then he just get through telling us in Romans that he was trying to reconcile us back to him through Christ Jesus. And if we're going to draw closer to Christ in 2021, we're going to look like his son more and more in 2021. Then I've got to understand that reconciliation and reconciling that which is broken, fixing that which is broken is important to God. That so much so that God is saying that if you remember that you got a broken relationship here. Don't try to offer up no, 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 no nothing to me. Because your worship ain't right. Your worship ain't right. He said, leave it right here. Right here. Go back and fix it. Boy, ain't that something. Didn't the book say first? It said first. See, too often, we want to go here first, and we want to ignore down here. We want to walk around like we're holding it now. And then, well, I'm right with the Lord. And then we can't get along with nobody down here. Partner, you're not, you're going to hate heaven. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate hellfire too. There is no limbo place for you where you're going to be by yourself. Somewhere in there you're going to be with some souls. So if you can't get along with souls down here, you ain't going to be able to get along with souls. You ain't going to make it into heaven, so we're not even worried about it. But you're going to be in hellfire with a whole bunch of other souls. You're going to hate it there too. So I figured like this, in my little mind, if I got to be somewhere, I might as well be in some comfort with some souls. <laughs> so I might as well fix what I broke down here with some souls. Because if I'm in hellfire with some other souls, I'm in a whole bunch of turmoil and trouble. The book says, first go be reconciled with your brother. What else to say, Brother Thomas? He said, first and then, first and then, first and then, down here on the earth, then the heavenly. Fix what's broke down here with people, offer up to that which is righteous and heavenly. Don't off, try to offer up because he don't want to accept it. If you know you didn't have a fallout, <laughs> something else, God... It, it, that's the piece where those apostles were saying, Lord, increase our faith. See, you're going to be some folk who need an increase in faith because they've been trying to give up to the Lord and they've been fussing and cussing with folk down here. You know, the beautiful thing is this. Brother Thomas, stand up. Brother Neil, stand up. And we're going to socially distance. But now y'all, 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 y'all start, y'all start walking toward each other. So, see, you've done wrong. You've been wrong. You're coming to the one who's wronged you. You're going to the one you've wronged. The beautiful thing is, is when you operate according to scripture, God is right in the middle working on it. The word of God is right there waiting on you because I believe what God has said. I remember I hurt my brother. I've been hurt by my brother. I am going to my brother. I am going to my brother. And the word of God meets him right there. Right in the middle, being a mediator. Right in the middle, working that thing out. But when folk don't want to go and do what God says go and do, we keep wondering why we get ungodly results. We wonder why we get. Come on, come on, watch this. Watch this. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Let me give you that, this next one where it says about increasing your faith, where it talks about increasing your faith. I need God to increase my faith because forgiveness does not equal trust. Get, get for me Psalms 1. Jeremiah 17. Uh, oh, Lord. 
Lord, wait a minute. I can forgive, but it doesn't mean I can readily trust you. You know, I can forgive you for doing wrong, but it doesn't mean I trust you. Let me let me use let me use that. Let me use that 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 relationship between husband and wife or or you can just be dating and coating. And if you hurt the person, woman, women, y'all do. Y'all can't hurt men. So let's keep that real. You can hurt men. And if you hurt him, you know, if you wound him deeply enough, he may have a hard time trusting you. And the unfortunate thing when it comes to men, we'll manifest that distrust sometimes differently than women do. We get angry. We get upset. We get even more distant emotionally. We suppress those emotions, right? We, 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 we can do that. Women, on the other hand, when you hurt them, they can get emotionally distant. But they're going to tell you like it is. They're going to cut you. They're going to cut you deep with them words. I think he put that thing in about tongues for women. No, he put it in there for everybody. And James, he put that in there for everybody. He said, you said, watch your mouth. Just because you hurt, just because you angered on me, you can talk any old kind of way. Watch your mouth. Psalms, Psalms 1, Psalms 1, Psalms 1. Because forgiveness does not equal trust now. But watch now. Here we come in our, in our rooting and our being planted here for just a minute. So now listen. If I did wrong, I got to work to regain trust. If I've hurt you, I've got to work to regain that trust. You know, and, if, and, and then I must desire to trust again. So the one who did the wounding has to accept that there's some stuff that that person may ask me to do. And it needs to be reasonable. To regain trust, don't ask nobody to jump through no hoops that you yourself wouldn't jump through. Well, I didn't do the wrong. It don't matter. It needs to be reasonable. Stop asking people to do stuff that you know is unreasonable. You know, you calling them nine million times at work. They at work. How you know they at work? You get the check. You see the hours is 40 hours or 40 plus hours. You see the check. Call him. You at work? Yeah, I'm at work. But I'm about to be fired if you call me one more time again. He, you know, you got to say that because it might be some folk who are Christians now who used to do that or who are doing that. You got to say something to him. Brother Thomas, Psalms 1. Come on, brother. Before I get in trouble. Come on, come on, come on. Uh-huh. Come on now. Don't act like ungodly folk. Come on. Uh-huh. See, we, we got to be careful. We ought not to. Don't do what. what Stop listening to ungodly people when it comes to relationships and it comes to forgiveness and reconciliation. Them folk don't know what they're talking about. They divorce at a higher rate than, than other folk. Some of them been married nine million times. So now if they've been married nine million times, you know, good and well, they don't know nothing about no relationships. <laughs> they need a puppy and that's all they need to be with. They don't need to be with nobody else. Come on and read. Come on, come on, come on. But, but. And that's what God's people got to be. We have to be focused on what God's word says. We got to be delighting in his word. We have to let his word. Notice, He, the Bible says that he does meditate day and night. I have to let God's word shape my thinking. I have to let God's word help to increase my faith. And it is going to be God's word that is going to help me in these areas. Because, man, I know you know when you've been hurt, you've been wounded deeply. Man, it's hard to trust. And the main reason it's hard to trust is because you're scared. You're scared that that person is going to wound you again. That's all. It's fear. Come on, come on, skip down for the sake of time, Brother Thomas. Skip down, skip down now, verse 3. Come on, keep going. And he 
He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Uh huh. Come on. Come on. Whatsoever he does, he shall prosper. Jeremiah 17. Jeremiah 17 and verse number five, Brother Neil. Come on. Watch this now. What does he say? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. God knows how, t- how tough it is. God, in this context, God is saying, you, you better stop being so heavily dependent on these folk down here and trusting everything they do. And this is why we have so many folk, man, who are having these these breakdowns down here is because they're anchored in the wrong thing. They've been planted in the wrong thing. You, 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 you know what I mean? They planted their life only goes as far as what they can see from man. Well, y'all know, y'all know long as you didn't live, you didn't see, you didn't see folk clown up and foul up. You can't trust none of these jokers. You know, you couldn't, well, you can't trust this world and the things of this world. Come on and read. Come on and read. For he shall be like the heat in the desert. Uh huh. And shall not see when good comes. Mm, come on. But And, and these were folk who, who put all of their trust in these things of men, these places and these ways of man who don't meditate on the word of the Lord. Come on now. Come on. In the salt land and not oh, Lord. Bitter living right there. Tough living. Come on and read. Blessed, he says. Oh, is the man who trusts the Lord. See, boy, man, you got to ask the Lord to increase your faith because sometimes it's hard to trust people. See, you got you asking me to increase your faith so you can trust people. And Lord have mercy, there are times where you just going to have to trust God, even when you can't trust people. You, Lord, I'm going to count on you. I'm going to count on you. I'm going to lean on you. I'm going to do right by you because I'm trusting you. I don't trust them yet, but I'm trusting you. So increase my faith so I can do right by you. So prayerfully, I can get along with them. Watch what he says about that tree again. Now, come on and read. Come on. Come on. Oh, whose hope the Lord is. Come on now. There go that tree again. Come on. I know Jeremiah knew what David said in the psalm because they still talking about a tree that's planted by the water. Come on and read now. Spread it out so roots. The roots got to go deep and wide. Your faith has to be deep in the Lord. Your faith has to be wide in the Lord because there are times where I'm telling you, you're going to have to ask him to increase your faith. And he wants you firmly planted in him because you're going to have a hard time trusting people. You have a hard time trusting people and he's calling you to faithfulness in him because he says, listen, I know how folk are. I know how they can hurt you. And I know I, 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 and, and, and he ain't just talking to ungodly folk. He's talking about some of his folk, you, you, you know, but we know we can't trust these ungodly folk. We know we can't trust their ways. I mean, it just is what it is. History has shown we got some crooked and perverse people in this world. You know, and, and some of them is, and some of them is governments. It, it is what it is. You don't have to like it, but it is what it is. And you can't trust them. But you're going to have to ask God to increase your faith because you got to remember down here, as long as you is, you got to interact and you got to deal with people. Lord, increase my faith. Help me. They trying to do right, Lord, but I'm having a hard time trusting. Let me be full of faith. Let me be full of faith so that I can see that when they're genuinely trying to regain trust, 
I'm giving them every opportunity. Lord, work on them as you work on me. Work on me. But I'm asking you to increase my faith. I can't worry about my brother's faith. I'm asking you to increase my faith. And I'm praying that he is asking you to increase his faith. Or my sister's faith. I'm asking you to increase my faith because I want to be right by you. I want to do right by you. I want to forgive. I want to forget. I want to trust. And I want to love again. That's the God we serve. The God we serve has called us to faithfulness until we die. Be full of faith. Ask him, you know, perhaps you've just been, I don't know about you, man. Sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the rut of this life. I don't know about you, but yeah, I, 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 I've been living through this pandemic just like the rest of you. But I just know how good God has been. Oh, I've seen how good he's been. Oh, I've heard how he has increased some of my brothers and sisters, even in the midst of this thing. I've seen where some folk who don't trust him are floundering and struggling. I've seen how some of my brothers and my sisters have God has kept them and they've been well and maybe they he, he, he's increased their faith and everything else has stayed steady. I've seen how he's been able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or that you think. I've seen how he's done it. But I want you to understand when you read that verse in Ephesians chapter three, that in that verse, Paul says, I bow my knee. To God, there's some prayer power in that verse. Paul said there's some Holy Spirit power in that verse. Paul said there's some love power in that verse. He said because you can't know the breadth, the width, the depth, and the length of God's power. It is his love. It passes all knowledge, he says. And then he said there's some faith power in that section of scripture. You need God to increase you in all those areas in your prayer. In the spirit working on you and through you through his word. By your faith trusting in him. And by your love because forgiveness is an act of love. If you're here this morning. And you haven't obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why, what, what you wait on? Why you keep putting that thing off? Don't you know that while you and while you are still dead in your sin. God has already sent Jesus Christ to reconcile you unto him. Man he ain't waiting for you to get nothing together. Matter of fact, if I were to have all these brothers come up here and talk to you this morning and you ask him, how many of y'all got it all together? Now one of them will say, I got it all together. We'd be in the not got it all together club together. And it is because we thankful of God's grace and his mercy and the fact that Jesus Christ came, suffered, bled, and died for your sins and my sins. And built a place where we all could come into. I was having this conversation with some folk on Facebook yesterday about the Lord's church. I said, you're too busy thinking from a Western point of view and you're not thinking from a biblical point of view. (laughs) You're trying to see the church through American eyes and you need to see God's kingdom through biblical eyes. What and all of this other stuff going on down here? These denominations and Methodists and Episcopal. None of that's Catholics. None of that stuff didn't exist when the Bible was finished. He had one place for his people to come in and work out their soul salvation. You you, got to be saved God's way. You've been taught the truth. Jesus is his son. He came, he suffered, he bled, he died for your sins, my sins, while I was dead in my sin. He was working that thing out. You got to decide whether you believe the evidence of scripture. Decide for yourself. You got, you got, oh, I done went too far. Repent of your sins. You look back at your life and you say, who am I holding a grudge against? Who am I still bitter against? That's where repentance come in. Lord, increase my faith. But Lord, when you ask him, Lord, to forgive me and you want him to forgive you of all your past sins, not some of them, 
all of your past sins. And you don't want him to remember them anymore because you don't want them showing up at judgment. Remember. Leave your gift at the altar. Them folk who you've been holding stuff against, go fix it. Part of your repentance is going to be, I, I, now I'm learning that there be some folk I've been bitter against. I need to fix that thing because I'm in danger of judgment. I need to fix it. I need to fix it. you got to confess your sin and you got to confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. you got to be buried in the watery grave of baptism. Remember, you are dead in your sin. And as long as you're dead, the only thing we can do with you is bury you. That's all we can do. we got to bury you. So that now when you, you, you've been buried, we ain't going to leave you under. we got to bring you back up out that water because that baptism in water is a picture of your burial because you are dead in your sin. You come up out of that water, brand new creation in Christ Jesus, Romans 6, 1 through 6. God adds you to his son's church, one spiritual body, the church of Christ, period. That's it. Now you got to work out being faithful. The stuff we're talking about amongst us is we got to search our own hearts as Christians. Is there somebody I'm holding something against? Is there somebody I said I forgave and I cast away? And I threw them away and I didn't want nothing to do with them. Friend, if you threw them away, you never loved them to begin with. You didn't love them God's way because last I checked, God ain't throw nothing away. The only thing that is away from God is he who doesn't want to be near God. That's it. So we as Christians, Examine our own lives and where we are in sin. God says confess it. Repent of it. Because I don't know about you. I want to get in. I just want to get in. All I want to hear is well done, thou good and faithful servant. I don't know about you, but he say well done, thou good and faithful, Brother Clayton. I'm probably just going to hug Jesus. I'm going to squeeze him tight. I ain't letting go till you show me where my mansion is. You can drag. Let him go. Somebody else got to come up to jail. I ain't going nowhere till y'all show me where my mansion is. I'm going to hug him tight when he say, well done, not good and faithful. And so if I'm going to hug him tight up there, I got to hold on to him tight down here. Lord, increase my faith. Because, I, I, Lord, I can deal with myself many times and overcome some things. But forgive me where I've had problems with my brothers and sisters, my people down here. That's what we need to increase our faith. Why don't you come as together we stand and together we sing the song of invitation. God is calling you this morning. Stop putting that thing off. Just as I am without.